Dale Not Dale Podcast. And we are up. We are. What's up, Vaughn? What's up, dude? It's been a day. Been busy? Yeah, and it's been... I don't know. I forgot. To, uh, let me back up. We're back. <laughs> the day was busy. Yes, this p- week's been busy. It's been crazy. Um, we've had a lot going on. Dude, we had lunch today, man. We, we had did, a lunch date. We did have a lunch date. Day date. date. We did. It was very good. Good stuff, man. This this key. We haven't even given updates on this keto. Oh yeah. Thing. So we are now. I mean, it's been two and a half weeks. No, I think it's longer than that. I feel. No, so Jeff Tom, Thomas DeLauer was this. So this week we had Bregman came out. The week before that was DeLauer. Was it okay? So it is two and a half. Weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks of keto. Oh, I, okay, I remember. Okay, so we, we are, started when it came out. Gotcha. We are two and a half weeks of keto. I am. Uh, I'm actually down like six, seven pounds. I am not that I'm worried about the weight, like the yeah. scales, but I am down. So I've lost like just water weight. It's like three or four pounds, but I will say that my um, I, I bought a pair of pants, these khaki pants that I wear a thirty-two, thirty-two. But you know how s- pants fit differently, yeah. in different brands, and they were like a little tight when I first got them. I mean, not uh, like not real tight, but now they fit perfect. So it's that water weight, baby, baby yeah. girl. Yeah, uh, I feel less bloat. I've never really done keto before. Yeah. So it's been pretty easy. I've been eating a lot of fish, a lot of, uh, like... Meat. Meat. <laughs> meat. <laughs> I've been eating cheeses like fats, like yeah. good fats. Yeah. But I've actually been doing it pretty clean. Like, I I know I feel better. I know a big part of, like, the inflammation stuff is really cutting out sugar. And you actually, when you do keto you naturally cut sugar out mainly mm-hmm. because that's a big part of yeah. the carbs and a lot of things. How's your sleep? I, I've been sleeping fine. I've been sleeping good though for a while. I've been wearing these nasal, the nasal strips. They help. Oh, so my sleep has been deeper and longer. Really? Yeah. Like significantly. Um, my stomach has been phenomenal. Yeah, I do. I do feel better that, you know, how sometimes like as a guy and it didn't start happening to me until I got older, like where you just kind of feel like, yes, like kind of like fat. Yeah. Well, I'd have them days where I'd eat a grilled chicken salad and I would feel bloated. Like I feel yeah heavy and i'm like dude i hated that and when you get up to from eating you're like oh like holding your stomach in because you're embarrassed because you feel like i really don't feel like that i haven't felt like that at all and i man like i said i eat i feel like i eat a lot i've eaten more bigger meals yeah to get more satiated without having like the bloat or like i feel like oh my god just ate too much i'm gonna feel miserable i haven't felt that way at all i've even had to eat late because of sports and eating like that, eating late, I haven't had the issues like I would before to have indigestion and all the other BS. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, so far, I'm on the right track. It feels, yeah, I feel good. It's just that water. It's, I need to drink more water. I, well, I need to up my water. I just get on the phone. And, oh, man. I've been taking the cod liver oil that uh, Thomas told us to take. I need to Well, for me, too. because of my being lower in vitamin D, so... Well, let's change subject here. Yeah. I, I mean, anyway, I'm excited about who we got on today. We got a fun episode today for you for you guys out there. Uh, Mr. Jeff Darlington, uh, former NFL Films uh, journalist, now ESPN. Uh, we met him in Phoenix at the uh, Jay Feely Family Foundation uh, Golf Tournament. 
Mm-hmm. He was paired up. He was actually on Vaughn's team in our group. Pin Seekers. The Pin Seekers. And, uh, dude, what an awesome guy. Just a phenomenal human. Like, I want to talk about his job, but I just want to talk to him because we had a good time. Like, you we know, spent four hours with somebody you just I, met, and he, like, we hit off like we were buddies forever. I, I mean, I was I rode in the cart with him, and I didn't – I maybe we maybe said one thing about his job. I mean, he's just like one of those guys like – I mean, he's got a cool job. Like, yep. But – He's more interesting He's just a, in person. The guy is is hilarious, and I don't yeah. think he tries to be. No, but the cool thing is, like, he wasn't a name dropper, but we were just, we would ask him, like, hey, and he, you know, he was friends with Tom Brady. Yeah, he, he did a Mahomes deal. He's friends with Mahomes. He played golf with JT, Justin Thomas. For like, holy crap! But yeah. it's like, but I can see these guys genuinely liking to be around him. Yeah, to where it's like, say, of us, it would. Even like Charles Woodson was kind of crazy to meet because he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a little more serious than us, obviously. Yeah, he did cut up, but uh, Jeff was like our speed, like childish just, jokes, just a complete, <laughs> just just a com- complete degenerate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was awesome, man. It was it was, it was uh, a good time. I thoroughly enjoyed that. He was a highlight of he was a yeah. highlight of the week for me. So. I know me and you left that day. We're like, we got to get him on the podcast. Yeah, we can, yeah. And Hell, it, we tried to hang out with him that same night, but he was like busy doing work stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but since then we've connected to social media. Then when I asked him about this, he's like, "Yeah, let's go." Sent me a cell phone number. I got a we got a group text me and Vaughn now. So yeah, now we're now he's he keeps asking us to come hang out, spend, yeah. the, night, spend the night with him. I'm like, yeah. listen, Jeff, it's it's weird. Okay, <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> you, you say where <laughs> yeah. we'll show up. We're gonna head to Fort Lauderdale. It's for work. Yeah, for work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so man, we're excited. We got Jeff Darlington on from ESPN. Dude's all over the place. Like I said, I just saw him yesterday on the the Greeny show talking with them and RG3 about football. I mean, like the dude is, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. He's passionate about his job. And you can see that just talking with him. So I, I, I wanted to get to know more about his career. Yeah. Obviously. But uh, like I said, man, I know he's a, He's married with kids, uh, yeah. so he's got stuff to relate to us. And yeah, he does. I don't know much about uh, his personal life, but hopefully we'll, we'll dive into that with him. I do. <laughs> I want to know more about it. So I, I forget all the NFL stuff. I want to know about his personal yeah. life. Yeah, he's got. He would be one of those people who's like, yeah, like I'm really big into RC car racing or something. <laughs> like, I can totally see him being into something like yeah. that. Like I fly kites on Sunday afternoons. But, I'm sure his wife's gonna think he's like doing some high level ESPN stuff. And he's like, no, I'm just talking to these two morons <laughs> I play golf with <laughs> Phoenix. <laughs> but, but no, honey, I can't stop. They're a big deal. They're yeah, a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, hey, if she if she listens to one episode, she's gonna realize how well, important obvious, we are. Obviously, I mean, not every day can you have Bregman and Darlington on and Dude, two weeks in a row back to back, Dude, back to back, just well, back to it. back to back. We had. Delauer, Delauer, yeah, big I, shot. It, it, it's Bregman. It's really, really hard for me not to say who the next person is. It really is, and I'm, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, we got some, we got some more heat coming, dude. I've been, I've been reaching out to social media people, and uh, been working my magic, man. I'm just trying to bring nothing but heat for you guys. Yeah, yeah, you have done a dude, good this, job with that. Season two's been. We've got some fire, man. Your blue check is really doing well for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is taking full advantage of everything. I'm trying to get free stuff. We're getting the. We actually, we 
all but inked our first uh, big sponsorship. Yes, we have. So that's coming up. I cannot wait. We'll have those guys on the podcast as well to talk about their company, stuff like that. But the cool thing is we're going to be doing uh, – we got some, we got like a show presenter sponsor going to be part of the show. Yeah. And then we got more in the works. I mean, it's just all to bring cool stuff, man. Uh, it's been a whirlwind, man. It really has. I mean, the past couple of weeks has just been – we were talk, We were texting about this last night. And I don't want to get off in the weeds here, but I'm about to. We were texting last night, like, you always say we're going to the moon and things like that. Like, sometimes I feel like that we've we've gotten a very, very long way yep. because of, like, how fast things have gotten. Yeah. But it's just literally the beginning. It's I just mean, starting. It, I mean, the beginning with Bregman and Jeff Darlington and these people. It's just, uh, man, I don't one year from now. I don't even know what we'll be doing. Yeah, we're gonna start hitting Jeff up. Say, hey, you need to lap people up for us. Yeah, we'll give him ten percent what we make, which we don't make anything. So yeah, he's just gonna do it for yeah. We can actually write him in as an owner if of the podcast. We'll put him as a silent partner. Yeah, that talks a lot. He does talk a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll do that, man. Uh, so well, you know, instead of making him wait any longer, let's uh. Let's get old Jeffy boy. <laughs> he is waiting. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> All right, Darlington. We're uh we're about to coming in hot. Coming in hot, Darlington. Uncle Dale and Vaughn with stories to unfold. So sit back, relax, and behold. We discussing life in all its ups and downs. Tune in from your side of town. Talking pop cultures, movies, and TV shows. Giving the thoughts and much more. This shit is style, clothes, and gadgets galore. Keeping you entertained, you'll be begging for more. Cause we gon' laughing, hey, maybe even crying. But one thing's for sure, you'll be smiling. Cause Uncle Dale and Vaughn are at your side. So come along, join, and all let's right. ride. We got Mr. One half of the Pen Seekers. That's right. Two man team, Mr. and Emmy award winning Jeff Darlington. Oh, also true. Also true. I mean, I don't, I'll uh, put the other one first because I think that was. Yeah, good. I was going to say. It's cool. Not nearly as proud of <laughs> my participation. On the pin seekers, we really got hot on that back nine. You know, we we did so we shot so we shot seven under seven over on the front nine, and then we okay. did, that was one putt. I, we could have left that out. We could have just <laughs> left that out. No, but but every no. every bad story has a great ending. We right. ended up shooting one under on the back nine. Did we? We did. It, it could wow. have been par, but it was either one under or or, or par. Me and me and Ben shot even the whole round. Um, but we beat we beat Charles Woodson, uh, yes, <laughs> Hall so, of Famer Charles Woodson, which is all that matters. It's crazy. It's crazy that on this podcast, three people are owed forty dollars from yeah. Charles right. Woodson. In fact, I feel like this is the purpose of this podcast. This is. But, but I, I do want to be clear. When we came in after eighteen, I I said I, I maybe I I said very clearly. You know what? Don't worry about the forty bucks. As long as we can tell people that we beat Charles Woodson. Yeah, you said that, and they were good with it. And, and, and I was Jay, good with it, too. And Jay, here we are. J.N. Charles. I call him Charles now because we're pretty much best friends. Jay, Jay and <laughs> Charles both said that's Chuck. okay. Yeah, I call him Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Woodson? Yeah, Chuck Wood. Hey, my f- a great guy, though. Yeah. yeah, Great dude. Dude, so awesome. So just for yeah. to recap real quick while we got started, we met Jeff at, a, uh, at the golf tournament we played in Scottsdale recently for the uh, – Jay Feely 
Feely Family Foundation golf tournament, and uh, yeah. we got paired up with Mr. Darlington, and uh, dude, we had a we had a blast. And we're like, we got to get yeah, that here. Yeah, was a really good time. You got to get here and talk on the pod, man. It was uh, it was a fun. I time. hope that I hope that I wasn't the quote unquote like who was I feel like it was Dale who was the the celebrity in our group was it Charles was it Jay was it Dale uh, other than us? aren't they supposed to put one celebrity in the group uh, is you mean a celebrity other than you myself and Dale I mean yeah <laughs> okay Were we this I feel was it, I feel like it might yeah have they been said Char- they said we got y'all celebrities and a couple of football players yeah and, and, what was and the the, Jeff, the Jeff, this whole <laughs> Jeff, this whole time, I was thinking you were the celebrity in my mind. Yeah, I was thinking I was. I don't think so. Okay. Um, don't. But push. I always do feel bad when I get involved in something that's ever dubbed celebrity anything. <laughs> that like I'm the guy that walks up, and these people have like paid for this event, yeah, and I yeah. show up. Who the hell? And I make it my goal. I'm like, look, here's the here's the deal, guys. You've never heard of me. It's okay. But here, I do cover the NFL for ESPN, and as such, I have contacts in the league. So you tell me your favorite player, and at some point, we will FaceTime them during the round so that you can feel like you got something out of this. Hey, you know, I had that written down. I said, I was going to ask Jeff, who is the most famous person in your phone? And can we FaceTime them just to see hmm. if they answer? Who, who yeah. would... Uh, yeah, a who, good question. Who, who would be the most famous person? I feel like it's got to be like non NFL. Okay. I mean, because NFL wise, you that's can kinda, name the. That's kind of cheating. Is it? I mean, I, I tell you, NFL guys, but yeah, tell, who's the most NFL I mean, famous NFL player you have in your right now? Right we're now? probably uh, Mahomes or Brady. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude. They're goats. Marina. Who are they? <laughs> no, I'm just but I, I think that I think that it's not fair because that's. Um. And if that's my job, like that's the NFL. Like, yeah. be who's the most famous non-NFL celebrity? Let's and I see. don't know the answer to that. What? Who was the last? Who was the most recent text message exchange with the most famous person you know? Like, I mean, he just texts me. Non non-NFL. It it any any it's, any celebrity. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> I feel like these people would be. I mean, you can <laughs> interview you can interview people in NFL. Like, I get oh, it. Jay. Well, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Jay Feely, uh, appreciate you playing. Enjoy the off season. Dude, that was like three late. weeks. That was like three weeks. Late. <laughs> I, I texted Jay. By the way, the person who hosted this this event that we all played in, yeah. you know, for the people to understand, I texted him February thirteenth. That's ten days ago. Yeah. Thanks so much for an awesome event, Jay. That was a really great time. Enjoyed meeting a bunch of new people too. You guys. Yeah. I mentioned you here. Hope the rest of your weekend went well. What a nice text to send somebody to not then hear back from them <laughs> until 10 days later. Appreciate you playing. Enjoy the off season. I mean, I find that maybe that text message really solidified that he needed to enjoy his long weekend of 10 days. Dude. Would Tom yeah. Brady have texted you back quicker than ten days? Yeah. Well. TB, yeah. TB twelve, baby. Sure. It. He's very. He's communicative. Look. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I, I've had too much new. I've had too much reporting lately that if I start naming people and it's just going to look, it's going to be a bad look. Yeah. Plus, it's just. <laughs> is it not just a bad look in general? Like, let's just get to the point here. Like, whatever. <laughs> what a terrible thing to be doing. Oh man. What about you two? The most famous person I have in my phone. Yeah. Uh, man, it's Jeff Darlington. Jeff Darlington. <laughs> 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 so, 
in your phone, bro. I uh, I do want. Sometimes I'll I'll go through it and see. I because I doubt I text the people. What do I start making stuff up like hey, Ashton I do, Kutcher? I do have a Alex Bregman's number in my phone now because we we did his last week. So me and Bregman. That's good. Yeah. yeah he, Bregman's a good one. Bregman was cool, man. He didn't group me into that text message, so I don't have his, so I can't use that one. Right. You're the only one that matters, <laughs> Jeff. Yes. That's why you're here, Jeff. So uh, how's the podcast going, fellas? It's been it's, going good. It's been going really well. We're uh, we started know, this last what July, July twenty fourth, and it's been good. You know, we had Bregman on last last week, yeah. this week. Uh, you know, you're you're on here. Uh, we got we've got somebody in the mix that we're hoping to get on pretty quickly. Donald Trump? Is it Donald Trump? Dude, dude, I, it, uh, the Trumpster. I I feel like it might be somebody bigger than Donald <laughs> Trump. Actually, oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. Maybe not as well known, but I feel like yeah. as far as personality goes, it'll probably be larger than H- Howard Stern. Congratulations, yeah. guys. Yeah, we'll take him. I mean, I, it's somebody that you might not even know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did my senior essay in high school. On uh, we had to do a movie, and I did private parts, and I got in trouble for that. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, great. It's a classic. It's a great movie, dude. I used to skip school to that movie. I had a lot of emphasis on the part where he, uh, the chick was sitting on the speaker. <laughs> oh, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I could go back and watch that movie and it'd still be great. It's like it. it would. Timeless. Uh, but, um, yeah, so who's the most famous person your phone is not football? You yeah, didn't, you, didn't I, I, yeah that, we didn't, you didn't get there. Don't be that. skipping the <laughs> Maybe, maybe uh, this No, uh, um, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. American Airlines? Oh. oh, They're pretty yes. famous. FaceTime them. Yeah. <laughs> Delta? <laughs> Delta? <laughs> yeah, I guess I got more famous people than I thought. I think it's ironic that you would go from American Airlines to Delta when looking in your contacts. You must not have very many contacts in your Well, mind. I put all the airlines up top. <laughs> so I can, and I don't even say their number. I just put the... Did you have you ever gone through and like searched like I don't know what you guys were like when you were single? <clears throat> have you ever gone? Through, <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> I shouldn't do this right now. Yeah, you could. I just I just saw it. So I, uh, I, mean, I have a wife and kids now, yeah. but you don't like clear out your contacts once you have them. Right. But have you ever gone to like maybe a city like like Vegas and like save like the name and then the city? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I used to do that. <laughs> I haven't like scrolled through my contacts in a long time. How how long have you been married? Ten years. Yeah, it's probably it's probably, you probably overdue for clearing out those contacts. But I mean, who clears out their contacts? I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I actually did that at at the altar. You cleared your contacts. <laughs> yeah, at the like altar? while we were there. Yeah, it's it part this of my. She, she wiped his eye out before he even had one. <laughs> I think I got something to do tomorrow now. Clear out my contacts. No, just Telly, t- Vegas. So Telly Vegas does not need to be my phone anymore. Right, if you could share that contact to uh, our group text. <laughs> so you, you got, yeah, FaceTime her. <laughs> oh my God. What if we did? What, what if you, we FaceTimed her? What do you mean, what if? We're doing it. Go ahead. Let's do it. And what do you think my name is saved in? Is her, there's no chance I'm saved in her phone. <laughs> You're going to be Florida Jeff. No, I don't think we got that far. My Concho, Florida. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you got two kids. I know you got a you got a boy and a girl. What's their ages? I do. Yeah, uh, seven and five. Nice man. Yep, seven and five years old. Went to a parenting class this morning. For what? You guys ever done one of those before? No. No. 
it's one of those things. So the, uh, the first class occurred, um, on a day when I was supposed to go fishing. Yeah. So obviously I went fishing oh. and, uh, <laughs> and I caught a blue marlin that day. Oh, yeah. score. As luck would have it. So I felt like, uh, I definitely chose the right thing, but today I, I didn't have fishing on the books. So I went to the parenting class, which was actually unbelievable. I mean, like very impressive, very impressive people speaking. Um, ultimately not fully convinced that I can control my children's uh, meltdowns with uh, rational words and cooler heads prevailing. But I appreciate the thought, you know? It's so apparent. Like, is this something that you signed up for? Or did you get recruited? What do you think? <laughs> <clears throat> Your wife signed you up for it. Yes. Dude, so what do they teach you of these things? I've never been. It was real. This person is incredibly effective. They have um, no kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was, I, so, so I, I went into it very cynical, very skeptical. I uh, very literally was, was uh, said if this person did not raise like Mother Teresa or the Pope, like, what right do they have to tell me how to parent? Yeah. But they didn't... I, I was pleasantly surprised that they did not come at a, a, from a condescending tone. It was very realistic. and it was, I mean, I was impressed by it. I, uh, again, in practice, I think that these things are much more difficult. Yeah? <laughs> I've got I've to... Like, my, my, my son was pretty easy tonight, but that's because he was running, like, 102-degree fever, and he was sick. So it made it easy. Like, lethargic. <laughs> yeah. He just, like, laid there. Yeah. You know, it was easy parenting tonight. Yeah, we, we've got older kids. Mine's 12 and 10. He's got a 12-year-old, so yeah. we... Uh, That's like a tough spot, right? Is that hard? Dude, my, Harder? Yeah, my, my girl's 12, so I'm dealing with that middle school girl drama. Oh, man, it's... Uh, Is it tough? Yeah, it's just... Everything's so much more different. Everything, like, you know, they got phones, and then you got to check text messages, the and it's just thing. like, man, and they, these girls wear, like, the shortest shorts and little half yeah. shirts. Like, it's just the... Yeah. What what do, you, do, do you guys do? Do you guys do the life three sixty thing where you? Uh, well, when they start driving, yeah, I think that's more that one's like we have mm-hmm. this other app. It's called like, uh, God dang it, it's like a bar. It's like a one with their, it monitors their text and things like that, so you can kind of see really? what's going on. But dude, is, that, is, is that is that like a is that like an awkward thing? Like, do you do you decide like? Do you give them some freedom, or you're just yeah. like, I'm just going to look at everything? I don't. I really don't. Every once in a while, every once in a while, I'll grab her phone and I'll go. You know, you can like type in words. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll yeah. go in and like just type in bad words. <laughs> I would love to see. And I pull up. I pull <laughs> what up. What if like, you just went super aggressive? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, I pull up like the, the worst. C word. <laughs> no, the worst words. <laughs> yeah. And then I pull up one, and I got like a group text with like uh, I guess like her volleyball team. And dude, these girls are. Freaking but that's bold, man. Like, dirty mouth. I know you want to stop it, and I'm not doing it to give them freedom. I just don't want to know. Yeah, what? Like, what, I just want to dig my head into the sand. She, she didn't say anything bad in there. It's just a lot of her little friends, you know. And so yeah. I, I see, she said one bad word in hers, and I was like, "Dude, you're a little girl. Like, I get it, but like, I know you're with your friends, but like, little girls don't need to talk like this, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's just what it is. Gosh, that's tough. I, I got a buddy who's got. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I look at so my wife is she's a helicopter mom and she's yeah. always kind of hovering over and making sure that nothing's going wrong. So, it, you know, in, in his defense, I, I have a great child. He doesn't do too much wrong. Of course, he's right. a child, he does some things wrong, but yeah. I look back at like 
when I was 12 and the stuff that I said and the things that my parents would never find out because they didn't have the technology to. Correct. And then I look I at myself now, it's like I turned out to be a, you know, a good person. Like, right. I guess if I uh, were yeah. to see my son dropping the F-bomb with his friends at 12 years old, I'd be like, you know, that just that's trashy. But I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry me like, oh my gosh, he's going to, you know, fall. But that's what I'm saying. That's what's so tough about it is like you, you, it's like you want to know to make sure that you're steering them right. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, like you said, you got to let them. They got to make some mistakes on their own too. You can't just, you can't do everything for them. Yeah. I got a, I got a buddy who's got the Life 360. Is that what it's called? Life 360? Yep. Is yeah. that the app? That's mm-hmm. He's got that. And, and, um, the time when he used it, when he like called his, his kid out was, he was his son was in the car with somebody else and it showed the speed yep. miles per hour yeah and it was like they were going like 105 on the oh, interstate shit. Yeah. and he called him and was like dude and that was like i'm like yeah i'm all for that yeah. you know well, that's yeah. scary man that that, that would, is scary yeah i think you can actually set mile per hour parameters on there too that's probably what it was and it got a notification yep. or something yeah yeah we always tell my son know. if he's going to drive our car he's got to stay under 70 so <laughs> The, the new thing in our neighborhood now, and again, it's seven to 10 years old is kind of the age, five to 10, but seven to 10 is the, this age where we're like, all right, my son's seven. Can he ride his bike down the street to go knock on his friend's door? It's like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. But we live in downtown Fort Lauderdale. So it's not like some like little gated community, right. shit, stuff that happens, you know? Yeah. So, so, uh, but now some kids are getting Apple watches and they're like texting each other. And that's where like, man. I don't know about that. Dude, Seven Apple. years old texting each other? Yeah. Oh, Apple man. Watch? Dude, the Apple gang's a thing. Hey, it's, yeah, is they, it? They start early, yeah. man. They start early, and it's just, uh, they can't get off their phones, dude. Like, when I punish my daughter or my son from their phone, dude, they freaking, my daughter more mm-hmm. so, she melts yeah. down. Because they, they, the fear of missing out is totally a yeah, thing, yeah, for yeah. especially for little girls. Totally. You're only a couple years away from them getting a pack of Winstons. I know. No, it's true. Kidding. What age no, is that? I told her menthol. I mean, if that. I think about what I, I was doing, some things at thirteen that were not. Uh, I was pretty young. Dude, yeah. jumping into that. I had a brother of seven years older than me, so I did a lot of things early, just because yeah. I was exposed to it. Yeah. Right. Same. And I was in Louisiana yeah. in the country. Like we didn't. There was no. There was no laws. <laughs> it's like like a scene from True Detective all Dude. the time. Oh, I'm telling you, man. It's the wild wild swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking shooting Southern Comfort in fifth grade at the back of my trailer. <laughs> Listening to Janis Joplin. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> no, shooting dude. Southern Comfort. No, I'm telling you, it's just dude, crazy. God, I mean, just talking about that. Remember SoCo and Lime? That's yeah. making shiver. I had, <laughs> I had alcohol poisoning one oh. time in my life. Really? And I did. It was one time in my life, and it was, it was Southern Comfort. How old were you? Yeah, that'll do it, man. Uh, I was 19. Okay. I mean, and that yeah, was that's, it. that's the right age, though. That was. That I, I was think that's when I was drinking Southern Comfort at the University of Florida, mm-hmm. at the Swamp. Go Gators, man! Go Gators, dude! My brother-in-law, yeah. my brother-in-law's a big Gators fan. So, uh, like the Tebow mm-hmm. years and you know Chris yeah. Lake and all those years, dude. I tell you what, I that was some of the most fun watching Florida football. Funny, you, you ever hear a great? Tim, there's a great Tim Tebow joke. You ever, John Oliver did it at Florida State's homecoming. <laughs> what is it? So. Uh, He's he's obviously at the rival school, and he says, uh, <clears throat> "I hate Tim Tebow. I hate Tim Tebow so much that if I was in a room with Tim Tebow and Osama bin Laden, and I had a gun with one bullet in it, I'd kill bin Laden. I'm not a monster, <laughs> but if I had two bullets, I'd kill Tim Tebow first. 
I'm gonna have to edit that one out, but that is a no, good. No, that was great. I'm actually, I'm gonna do that in my next uh, parenting class that I have to yeah, go he to. Did. <laughs> exactly, he did that. At, like he did that like in front of all Florida State's, uh, you know, the whole stadium at their homecoming. What a great joke. That's awesome. I love it, yeah. dude. LSU, LSU got Tebow good. This one, they uh. Remember that they they got his yeah. cell phone number and the, his phone was blowing up and then he scored yeah, that first I touchdown. Heard. He ran the end zone, freaking doing the phone. Awesome. I love that. He was he was pretty uh pretty damn good, dude. I'd love. To. I was more of a Rex Grossman guy. Rex Grossman, I liked Rex Grossman. Rex number Grossman. eight. I was I, number eight. Remember watching Danny <laughs> Werfel growing up, dude? I watched Danny Werfel a lot. Rex Grossman was the most underrated, and we don't need to go too far in the weeds here, but the most underrated college football player of all time. Where'd he go? The Bears? When he went? The Bears. Bears. Yeah. Yep. Went to the Super Bowl. Rex Grossman was good, man. I, I really enjoyed. Uh, Love that guy. I mean. Nobody we, nobody also like lived the the life that a starting quarterback in the SEC should live like Rex Grossman did. Oh, really? You yeah, lived, he did the whole thing. Took advantage? Oh, Dude, imagine, advantage. Imagine if freaking Cam Newton would have been able to stay there. I know. That would have been fun years. that crazy? That would have been fun years. Yeah. God, for wait. sure. Do, is there any quarterbacks like I? I have the quarterback that I've always like. I've just liked the guy, and I don't know why. It's not because he's spectacularly good at quarterback, yeah. but Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, oh Fitzmagic baby. I've always <clears throat> yeah liked it's a him. Real thing. He's very likable. Yeah. Was he there when you covered uh, the the Dolphins for all those the years? Dolphins. So no, but I I mean covering the league though, I covered yep. him in a few different places. Okay. I covered him at the Jets. Uh, the Dolphins a bit, the Bills. I mean, he was he he made his rounds, he, and he's so, a certified genius, like literally. Yeah, went to Harvard. You ever heard that clip? Uh, someone said like, "Do you ever get tired of people always connecting you to Harvard?" And he's like, "No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't get tired of it at all." That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> That's a great answer. Like, yeah, I wish I was, you know, identified more as. Like, no, I love being identified as the football player from Harvard. Yeah, that's his, that's his Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Fitzpatrick was yeah. awesome. So what years, uh, I guess, well, you, you said you you know Marino. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, Marino's, dude, Dan Marino's, the, he might be like the coolest. He, he honest, Honestly, might be number one all time in my book of just the coolest NFL personality he's just a dude he is he is just a dude he reminds me of like he's actually like super humble which is surprising right like you, yep. you like his demeanor he's incredibly cocky in certain ways but not the ways you would think when it's about football or when it's about like his accolades or his success he's pretty humble but when he's talking about football and like throwing the like he's super cocky. Yeah. He reminds me almost like construction worker cocky. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like he I remember one time we were in a, a suite and um it was after a Dolphins game and these guys were like o- overheard he like overheard them talking about how they could make a 30-yard field goal. So we're in the suite overlooking Dolphin Stadium and everybody's gone. And people are just hanging out and these guys have been drinking all game or whatever, not being rowdy, just, just having a good time. Yeah. And they're talking about the one guy's like, I, I'll bet you anything I can make a 30 yard field goal. Marina goes from the other side of the suite. He's like, I'll bet you $5,000. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> makes the guy get a ball. The guy like takes the bet, makes the guy get a ball, 
We all walk down to the field, makes the guy kick the field goal. The guy totally shanks it. <laughs> I don't know. I never asked if he got paid. I wonder, yeah, I don't, I'd wonder if he got paid up. I don't think he cared, but I think he loved it. I mean, think about that, though. Like, Dan Marino should not care about some fan talking trash he's about making call a him out, field goal. <laughs> yeah. But that's like, he's just the fun. He's so just sometimes authentic. You, sometimes you got to humble the masses. Yes, yeah. he's the old, he's just the ultimate guys guy. Dan Marino is the ultimate dude. He was great in Bad Boys too, also. A great and boy, Ace Ventura. And Ace Ventura, yeah, yeah, dude. Heck yeah, he was. Golly, yeah. So, what a stud. I guess we we probably should ask some questions. What uh, I think it's about time. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Do you, <laughs> no, hey, I, do you I, have I, questions? I was a uh, we do, dude. You know it's funny. I was looking at some stuff. I was like, dude, you're the one that did like when I seen you what you won the Emmy for with the Antonio Brown stuff. I was like, oh my god, I remember that interview with his crazy blonde mustache. Yeah, remember the mustache and the like, chairs, dude. Like that what was one thing. I was like, was. how awkward was that? You guys were like knees to knee. Well, that's not what uh, Barstool Sports likes to call it. Uh, D to D. Okay, we, that we were yeah, sitting we're, in a room. Yeah, we're docking. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and it was a massive house, but production wise, we had to do it that way. But I had spent the entire day with him. Um, and this is before like things got way out of hand. I mean, it was definitely like, yeah, it was heading down that road, but it was the first interview he'd done after he'd been, um, he left Pittsburgh. Um, and I had kind of said, like, I, I felt like, my pitch to him was like, let's go down to where you're from in Liberty City. Like all these people are acting like they understand who you are, but they have no idea where you came from. Like they don't understand like where you come from. It's not easy. And it's not, you're not going to be this perfectly adjusted person. Yeah. Uh, Liberty City is like one of the hardest neighborhoods in the country. It's in Miami. Oh, wow. And like, and he wasn't like, he was sleeping under overpasses and stuff. Like he had to grind as a kid. He went to college. Uh, he wasn't recruited at all. He wasn't a high draft pick. He 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 kind of had to. So anyway, he was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And I didn't really know him that well. I just done it through a friend of mine. Like pitched it. He's he's. I sent him this pitch. Like let's show people where you're from. So we spent the day together in Liberty City. In this, I mean, we had to get like two off duty officers because you know. You never know. I'm certainly not gonna go down there. With- <laughs> Don't cut yourself short. You were protecting the officers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, but but like Antonio was awesome that day. Like we we spent time at his uh, where he, he grew, we sat in the bleachers where he, you know we had a conversation there. We went to the first house that he grew up in. We talked about what it was like in that house. It was ugly. <clears throat> and he went to his uncle's house at one point, and he starts talking to his uncle, and. Uh, and we're like ready to roll. We've got like three SUVs with camera gear and it's, you know, tons of cameras and stuff like tech equipment, all, all this different stuff. And we're ready to roll. And Antonio's up on the front porch, still talking to his uncle that he hasn't seen in forever. Cause he doesn't go back there anymore. And, um, and he, I'm like, everybody's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm like, let him have his time. Wait, you know, like, just like, wait, we sit out there for an hour. It, cars running, ready to go. Finally, he's like, all right, let's go. And we go back to his house. And we were supposed to do an interview, but we didn't really get to the point where we talked about what I was going to be able to ask. If I was going to be able to ask, like, and I go up to him before and I'm like, Antonio, I'm like, you know, I'm, I want to ask you some hard questions. 
And he goes, you can ask me whatever you want. And he, he just opened up, right? And he, he was completely uh, candid. And, and afterwards, his manager that was there asked him, the manager later told me this, he goes, you told me you weren't going to do that. Why did you decide to do it? He goes, because he waited outside for me to talk to my uncle. And I was like, damn, like Antonio Brown actually. Well, he showed the compassion and he, he helped you out. He rewarded yeah, you. Yeah, he helped me out. That's but uh, but, but uh, it, was, it was a really, it turned out to be a pretty good story. It was pretty eye-opening. I think the quotes that came out of it ended up being like the headline quotes about the Steelers and stuff. As usual in, in our current climate, got, you know thrown everywhere and people judged him and all that. And yeah. no one actually, we had a beautiful nine minute feature yeah. on Antonio going home. And, uh, you know, so few people are willing to go and actually take in the entire thing rather than just these quotes. And I understand that, but that was what the Emmy was for. That's what this Emmy is for actually. So that's what, uh, so that was your idea to do that. Then like what, like, a yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, that was one. That, yeah, most of them, most of them are these days. You got to kind of pitch them yourself. Okay, I was curious about that because I was wondering, like, you know, you did you told you told us you did the Mahomes deal, which I heard it was awesome, dude. I really the, the Mahomes piece you put together Super Bowl was really cool. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a that was that was that's one of the ones that gets kind of like I have a good relationship with him, but that generally those like that one kind of it helps that I know him, but those get set up. Well, yeah, but just I, yeah, it's I'm first, it's probably a lot easier to talk about him when you're friends with the guy, and he's also one of the greatest quarterbacks. Yeah, well, I mean that's yeah. easy. Like, what do you? That's just candy canes and yeah. the popcorn. Guy, like, the guy's already in the Hall of Fame. He's not even there yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But uh, we did one. Uh, we did one uh, about the kid. Um, the the my favorite story I've ever done was it was actually called Hey Noah. It was. Uh, this this kid was sitting in the front row at a Bucks game, and he had a sign. I was at the game. I was standing right there, and he had a sign that said, Tom Brady helped me beat cancer. Mm -hmm. And Tom Brady came over and put a hat on the kid's head, and the kid just breaks down. And I go over, and I introduce myself to him, like, while well, the game's still kind of going. And I get his name, but total serendipitous moment as I'm leaving the stadium, him and his dad are outside playing catch. And uh, I end up talking for like 45 minutes, two days later, fly to Salt Lake City and uh, find out that, I mean, he, I, I won't take you through the whole thing, but incredible story about this kid basically using Tom Brady as his motivation yeah. to beat cancer. His parents promised him when you beat cancer, we'll take you to see Tom Brady play. It wasn't like a make a wish thing. They paid for the tickets. Like those are the stories for me that that's like the best. Those that's are awesome. better than anything. Well, especially when you just stumble upon it and you see it, and then, that, uh, that's the best part. It's like that, and to, the the reason I'm saying that is like those are the ones that you're most proud of as a reporter. Antonio Brown, for sure, because like I was able to get that interview. It was like yeah. big get, but like the best ones are the you know well the ones that the ones them, about they, uh, they're wholesome, heartfelt. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. It, those uh, what I like about those stories. It relates sports to real life and like. Yeah, that, exactly. That interaction there, I like that. Yep. Well, it shows that also. Yep. I mean, there's things bigger than NFL. I mean, these kids, yep. like freaking kids, going through cancer. It's like, yeah, totally crazy, man. That, it, just, it really that, checks yeah. it. It checks it at the door of what they're doing. You know, it, <clears throat> that was that was what came from that one too. And it, he ended up. It was awesome too. He ended up getting to go to the suit. The kid ended up from this story, kind of like getting to go to the Super Bowl, and he ended up on Ellen. Like all this cool stuff that 
came from it that was uh you know life-changing for him too it was cool it was great yeah, that's awesome. Golly, I didn't know I was going to cry, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch the piece. You watch the piece and tell me if you cry or not. I, I, I guarantee, cry. I guarantee you I saw that. I know I saw that one. I, dude, I've been a big Brady fan, uh, man, for years. Dude, my friends hate it. I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. I, did, I wasn't a Saints fan, but I was a big Brady dude, fan. He's awesome, man. He's. I, I played fantasy for so long to where I was like, I don't like, I don't have teams. I like players and like it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. anywhere. Yep. So that's been my biggest thing. And, TB12, I don't know. You, you got to love the he's guy. He's awesome. He, I mean, dude, he's – he's. Uh, that was the thing, like, toward the end of his career, just <clears> – <throat> I would always remind people and, like, he's – I mean, it's greatness. Like, it's the Babe Ruth of our generation, yeah. you know? It's And, like, people should I, – I know they're – like, he, people love to hate him. Whether you love to hate him, whether you love to love him, like, we were – we got to witness and experience greatness, generational – Yeah. You know, greatest he, of all time. Is, is he really that genuine? He looks like a genuine, nice guy. He is very, he's a very genuine human. It comes yeah. off I like mean, that. He, um, he, he's, he protect, I mean, he's protective, you know? Yeah. But, uh, and he has to be, but he's a very authentic, like he's a good, good soul, you know? So how do you compare him to, to, to Mahomes now? Um, Mahomes is the coolest. I like, I, I think there's nothing nerve wracking about being around Mahomes, And I would imagine Tom was probably like that to a degree when he was younger. Yeah. Although Tom, I think is a little bit more of a nerd. Like, uh, he's got, you know, he's kind of a, he's just a foot. He loves he's a process football. Guy. He's yeah. Yeah. And he's obviously super cool. I'm not, but, but Mahomes is the kind of guy that, you know, I take it back because the stories I hear about Brady, I didn't know him in the early two or the early two thousands at all. But the stories I used to hear about him back then are pretty similar to my experiences with Mahomes now, where it's just like he's ju- he just walks into the room and it's he's easy, he's cool, he's fun, just like Patrick Mahomes. You want to talk about? I always equated to like who would I want my son wearing their jersey, um, and I get to know all these guys, and I'm like, buy your kid a Patrick Mahomes jersey; it'll be the best investment. Like he's never going to, he's always going to be awesome at football and he's never going to let you down as a role model. Well, that's cool. My son has the, the only Jersey my son has is a Patrick Mahomes Jersey. Really? Aaron Hernandez. I do. No, he, I'll tell you he, what, he was my favorite at Florida though. God, I love Aaron. He was awesome. Dang, yeah. But that, that Jersey, that team, that, yeah. that was not a good investment. <laughs> good investment. <laughs> Dude, those years with him and Gronk at uh, the Patriots. God, oh my gosh. That was an unreal Crazy. team. Yeah. So it was that Florida team he was on. Yeah, yeah. Him. There's going to be a documentary about that Florida. But They've got to be. Hard left turn. Riley, that Coop, docu- Riley Cooper, the Pouncy Twins. I mean, that's a. Think about all the crazy crap that went down with that team, too. Dude, even, I mean, during, I, will, I like to know more that happened during. Uh, you hear those stories about uh, just all the crazy stories. And then when they got past that, I mean, Riley, Green, uh, Riley Cooper had his issues. Yeah, that's what I'm saying with the Eagles. Pouncey's had his issues. Pouncey's had their they've been, Pouncey's are pretty cool dudes. They've they been, been uh, in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, really? Okay. But yeah. yeah. Um, so I just looked at my lighting. Do I look like a ghost? This is like not lighting. for. This is like daytime lighting. Oh, man. It's not you, great. You look great. Do I? Man, it's a whole Honest, new audience for me. Honestly, <laughs> you're, you're, I feel like I'm pivoting. Our screen, the screen that we see you on, is so small that yeah. it looks fine from here. Okay, great. Because I'm very vain, care deeply about. Oh, I get, it. I get <coughs> how what, I look. What's your hat say? 
Oh, it's just a, one of the production companies that uh, shoots my features. Oh, nice. They gave me a hat, so I'm wearing it. There you go. Yep. So <clears throat> I, had, uh, I, had, I did have a couple questions, believe it or not. Um, one of them was we talked about good interviews. Do you have any off the top of your head that you're excited about and they just went awry? They went s- not, not south, but it was just like, man, I wish that would have gone better. Um, hmm, good question. Not to put you on the spot. No, I mean, there's, there's always like little disappointments, like the Mahomes interview this year, the day before, you know, I was supposed to sit down with him for Super Bowl Sunday, and this is something no one would care about, but, um, the Chiefs were like, we don't have room. We physically don't have room because they were doing all Super Bowl prep. They're like, we have to zoom it. It's got to be a zoom interview. I'm like, geez, that's so lame, you know, like things like that happen and disappoint you. But no, like something that really went like wacky. I haven't had that yet, honestly. Um, So have you, there's some tough circumstances. Have you you came up to an interview where you were excited to interview somebody and they just flat out just did not even want to, they wanted no part of it? Engage? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you don't have to say their name. I don't know if I can. No, I'll just say it, whatever. One time, <laughs> one time I was, uh, I grew up a Giants fan. I was at NFL Network at the time. And I, I grew up like a Giants fan because I was from New Jersey. And uh, Lawrence Taylor was like, you know, shit. <laughs> I was on the sideline of a Giants game where he was back. And I think this was around his pretty troubled times that we didn't really quite know how troubled they were yet. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you recall. He yep. ended up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he was back for some alumni thing, and he's there, and I'm like, damn, I go interview on the sideline Lawrence Taylor. And NFL Network's like, yeah, yeah, get us a couple questions. It wasn't going to be any long, but I go up, and I'm like, yo, Lawrence, like, what is it like to be back? And, I mean, dude, he is he is uh, inebriated, <laughs> and he's got this – I feel, I don't know if I should tell the story, but he's got this fly that's just flying around. It just lands on his nose. And like half of the answer, which is a long, not a great answer, just lands on his nose and it's just sitting there. And it's just this uncomfortable. And I just, after the first question, I was just like, all right, thanks, Lawrence. Uh, that'll, that'll do it. <laughs> just walked away. I loved you, little giants. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that was a, not the moment I pictured as a child. But what are you going to do? That's probably, but no, I've had pretty good experiences, honestly. So you had, yeah, you, had were, you were nominated for one you did with Dak. What was that one? I don't remember that one offhand. Dak was, uh, Dak Prescott. Um, that was another really cool one. Uh, there was a kid who painted, um, he had no arms and he would paint with his feet. Oh, wow. And it was through this program at Mississippi State. Where he, and yeah. he painted something for where Dak went. And he painted like a cowboy star for Dak and he, and he sent it to him and Dak got it and ended up like hanging it up and like reaching out to this kid and they created this bond. And uh, I ended up telling the story. I flew to Mississippi. I mean, I'm talking like, man, it was the sticks. And uh, it's probably where you grew up in Louisiana, kind of like that. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and, and went into this kid's house. And I mean, holy cow. What, this kid was so inspiring. Kendrell. He, he was, um, everything he did, like his house was not equipped for somebody who does not have arms, um, brushes teeth with his feet. He's sending texts with his feet, playing video games with his feet. It's just this crazy, like experience. And, and you have on this other side. So ended up, we ended up, t- we ended up flying him 
to Dallas to meet up with Dak um, at the practice facility. And you have this incredible deal where you've got this kid with no arms who obviously is limited in his physical ability. And you've got this guy in Dak Prescott who is this incredible specimen, leader, athlete, and this bond that the two of them formed and inspired each other through it. Um, it was, I mean, just the visuals of it were crazy. It was really like a very rewarding, kind of like that Hey Noah story, mm-hmm. just very rewarding connection between, you know, that, that these NFL players find inspiration in places that, you know, that, that we wouldn't necessarily expect. Was that the first time they met in person? No, they had met okay. um, a while before at like a camp, but their relationship had sort of flourished remotely. Okay. It was the first time that they'd kind of like really spent time together. And Dak was amazing. Like Dak was so happy to see him and like spent time like off camera with him, brought him over to the pro shop and like had the kid just buying all sorts of Dak stuff and like jerseys and pulled out his wallet and was, you know, bought it himself. And this is all stuff that's happening off camera. Like you yeah. could see this was a authentic that I think that's the thing for me. Like it's one thing to do stories that are yeah. with all due respect to make a wish foundation. It's an awesome organization, but tagging along with them for this sort of contrived contrived is still not the right word. You get it. Yeah. The authentic organic moments that happen because this athlete is inspired by somebody is so much better. And it's not an act. It's unstaged. It's not. Yeah. Nothing about it is staged, you know? And, uh, that was a, that was a cool one too. So I was a big uh, – I, I, mean, I like Dak at Mississippi State because like, Dan Mullen was there who He's was like helped make dude. Tebow Tebow, and then he did the same dang thing with uh, yeah, Dak. that's right. I mean, dude, I that's mean, it's, right. it was kind of the same kind What's of deal. He doing? What's Mullen doing now? Is he still coaching in the SEC? I, yeah, I thought I Dan know. Mullen went – didn't he go he went, to like – He went to Florida. He went back to Florida, and that was a bust. It just didn't – He's probably – I don't know. I thought he went to a coordinator position or something yeah, like that. He's, he's got to still be Current a part Current television of analyst for ABC and ESPN. Who's that? Huh. Oh, that's what you Dan Mullen. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I really enjoyed the, him. And then when he went back to Florida, I was hoping that was going to be okay. I thought he was going to be good at Florida. Yeah. I don't know what I did, happened. I did too. And who did he have there then? Was that Kyle <clears throat> Trask? Was that Trask there? Maybe? Kyle Trask, yeah. Trask yeah. is like, he, he's uh, where we live in League City, Texas. Manville's like 20 minutes away. That's where Kyle Trask played high school football at. Really? He's yeah. going to get his shot. I just actually was talking about that yesterday on uh, Get Up. On the Bucks. I mean, NFL Live. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I've been seeing some quotes about him, how he's been in the wings behind Brady, and uh, yeah. I liked he was good. He could, he could yeah. Throw the rock. I mean, they're kind of in they're kind of in a salary cap hell right now, so they kind of have to go with him probably. Yeah, but uh, um, they think you know he's got a chance. I'm available. So how's uh how's it yeah. how's it working with like Greeny when you're on the show? I seen I watched that one clip you posted he's yesterday, awesome. and you seen and uh, you pour the water where and then freaking RG 3s face was, <laughs> and they're like, where'd you pour the water? <laughs> you're like, Right here, I was sitting right here. <laughs> I mean, it's just water. I love Grady, dude. Like, Did you really just pour water on the carpet? I'm like, it's carpet and it's water. I'm like, what's the problem? I love Greeny. Greeny's Greeny. I'm telling you, man, that guy. He he's incredible. He um. You th- you think TV is not something that's strategic and like sometimes it's like okay, just go on and talk about these topics. You'll be in a production meeting. And I'll, I'll hear him be like, you know what? Let's talk about this here, and let's do the let's do it this way. And it's like this is inside baseball stuff with TV, but he'll say it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, completely changes the whole yeah. tenor and tone and urgency and like 
the retainment of the viewer. He is like a, a, a savant when it comes he's to He's a pro, man. Yeah. I used to yeah. drive to Texas from Louisiana for work, and I, I listened to Greeny, uh, Greeny and Golick for years, yep. man. God, I love yeah, them. When they broke a, up, I hated it because I, I loved them together. I know. They were so good together. It's still, it's still kind of a little bit painful, you know, because it didn't feel like it ended great, you know, and when does anything end great? But It seems um, salty, even for the viewers, you know, to, yeah. to see it. The, the way yeah. it went down. I'll and I love I love both those guys. And I will say this, though. It, it's pretty amazing that they lasted as long as they did, to be honest, because knowing both of them, they're very uniquely different personalities yeah. and approaches. And I know that's a good thing, but at the same time, like, Golik, I mean, it is exactly what, it, what you saw. But when you take that off of the screen, like, I... I I can't imagine what that was like, you know, in production meetings where Greeny's so strategic and Gold's like, let's just go in there and have a good time. <clears throat> but they're both great. I mean, I was a big fan know, of things. Bob. I was a big fan of Bob Golick on Saved by Bell, the college years. Was, uh, was, that? Who's, <laughs> was Bob, Mike Golick's brother? Yeah, that was Bob Golick. Was, he was on the Saved by, Saved by the Bell, the college years. What did he, what was his role? He was like the RA, like the, uh, the guy at the, are you kidding like, the, yeah. I do remember. Yeah. Oh, man. Bob Golick baby he was he it's was the like trivia. the the uh I don't know what the, I didn't go to college whatever you call that person are you sure the about dean, that dude I'll bet you five thousand dollars I'll <laughs> kick a field goal 30 yards I'm gonna text <laughs> I'll text his son right now it'd be his nephew Mike Gold Jr. who was at DraftKings oh yeah um yeah Bob, so Bob yeah great. dude unique uh, well, the best part about the college years was still was Kelly Kapowski still there? Yeah, because she was dating that she professor. Was starting, she, dated that. she was starting to come into his own. Yeah. Her own, I mean. And then she... Uh, Before she went to 90210. Yeah, she dated that professor on there, the blonde-haired guy. Yeah. That was the biggest thing about the fan. Hey, man. Yeah, lucky guy. Big Kelly Kapowski fan. <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to have a, a um, hairdresser who did my hair that looked yeah. exactly like her. It was like full-blown doppelganger. Wow. Mm. Why'd you stop going? Why'd you stop going to her? I don't know. She missed a cut. <laughs> really? I mean, I would go for a bad haircut if Kelly yeah. was doing it. You know, I don't remember. I think it's because I went cheap and she didn't. I don't oh. know. It's, you know, <clears> I, I, think I get it. The thing about Greeny, real quick, I, I like Greeny a lot because Greeny was a big Seinfeld fan, which I am. He talked about yeah. Seinfeld, and Vaughn's never watched Seinfeld. Can never. you believe that? Really? I've never seen one. You know what that? You know, you know what that's. Oh, I'd like to know why, but but my comparison that's atrocious and inexcusable, and I'll explain it briefly. I've never seen an episode of The Sopranos. Me neither. Me neither. You haven't? Wow, both of you. Never. Usually, I get completely scolded for that, but I just like felt. I I feel like I would enjoy it. I like those mobs. I like those mafia shows, and that's like the ultimate classic. But. I feel too overwhelmed to start it now. I've heard yeah. it was great, yeah. What about, have you seen Star Wars? Any of them? No. I've never, never seen, seen a Star Wars. I've watched the first I wasn't, one. I, like wasn't into, uh, <laughs> I, either. I wasn't into Game of Thrones. No, I never I watched. I not Game of Thrones. Couldn't even tell you what I never watched is. Lord of the Rings. Never watched Harry are we Potter. Just, uh, are we just non-sophisticants? I, like, are we just... I'm just, or, I'm just or, a big dumb animal, Jeff. Non-cultured? Or are they non-sophisticants? <laughs> right. I, um, I mean, I like watching shows and stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, what am I watching right now? Your Honor, the second episode. I like Succession. I like those shows. But uh, what were you just talking about, though? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. You, I mean, that you, you could. Se- the thing about Seinfeld is you don't have to watch it start to finish. No. Every episode is the same. 
I could watch the same one a hundred times and I laugh at the same exact parts every time. A hundred percent. You gotta every check time. out Seinfeld. It's so what good. What about Curb Your Enthusiasm? Great you one too. I used I did used to watch that a little bit. I, I did. Well you can't watch that and not watch Seinfeld. It's the same yeah, guy. Well, I can because I did. I know, but you're Ooh, you're Teddy, ruining it. Sassy. it I, bet, I bet every episode Dale gets Very on sassy. me about not watching Seinfeld. I do. And, and every and every time I, I tell like him, a, every, I like that bit. That there's a lot of things in my life that every day can relate to a Seinfeld episode. I'm telling you, it's, right. it's crazy. But you're right. Greeny's great at quoting Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in fact, several times on the show, they're real and they're spectacular. He's yeah. said it many times. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, ter- what was her name? She was a smoke show too. Great episodes, man. Golly. Yeah. Oh well. He never watched Reba either. You ever watched Reba? No, nah, I wasn't a Reba. Dude, that show was so funny, fun. man. No, that's I mean now you're reading. Please don't please don't condemn him the same way you're Dude, condemning him for I Seinfeld going to. about Reba. I get Reba. flack for Reba. Reba I mean, McIntyre is a singer. Dude, her show is so funny, man. Barbara Jean. I didn't even know she had a show. I assumed you were talking about Reba McIntyre. Yeah, that sounds it's, awful. It is her. She had a show. Like, that sounds oh, awful. Dude, it's so good. This is what happens when you grow up with <laughs> when you grow up with uh, a TV and n- nobody telling you to do exactly. something else. <laughs> I'm drinking Southern yeah. Comfort watching Reba growing up, dude. Yep. Just getting smashed in the backwoods <laughs> watching Reba. Oh. Hey, so so being you're like so I guess the biggest part of y'all I mean, I guess you're is the same as everybody else. You're trying to get the next big story, like kind of. My job's not really that. No, I, you're not. You're I've, more. I've found a way not to be that. I don't really know how. I mean, I definitely care about the big story. Yeah. Uh, when Tom Brady retired, that was a big one. Um, first time or second time? When he first time. Okay. Um, when he was leaving the Bucks or leaving the uh, Patriots, right? That was a big story. When he was leaving the the. Uh, going to the bucks like that was kind of my bread and butter but i find myself attracted to bigger like the bigger stories i have a tough time getting too in the weeds with like transactions and minutia yeah and i like being i like being a storyteller yeah yeah have you so during the off season like it it, does it slow down for you too i mean how does that or is Um, it just something different no it's just different uh in fact I probably work more during the off season than I do during the regular season. Um, Cause I'm doing like this week, I was on every show all day during the week and during the season, I'm traveling on weekends to get to the city. So technically I guess it's work cause you're away, but uh, I'm not doing nearly as much midweek TV might be working on a feature or an interview, but it's just different. Honestly, it's just a totally different, Kind of routine. How does what is so obviously you have a extensive travel schedule. Was that pretty tough when you st- first started having children? It was a lot. Uh, my travel schedule used to be even tougher. Uh, when I worked at NFL Network, I traveled four or five days a week to three different teams each week. Like it was pretty intense. I didn't have kids yet. Um, I was just sort of we were probably just, just married my wife, <clears throat> and then. But we were kind of long distance at first, so it wasn't a big deal. Hey, so what's what's a day in the life? <laughs> what's a day in life during like playoffs? Like, how crazy is that for you? Um, in the playoffs, yeah, uh, I love the playoffs. Like, I get a little bit tired from like week ten to week sixteen. It just feels okay, boring. And then like week seventeen, week eighteen, you feel like there's something on the line. And then the playoffs, it just 
it's the, it, the energy. Yeah. The energy is totally different. Yeah. That's when I find myself the, the week 10 to week 16, like, you know, traveling every weekend, to different city, doing the reporting. It starts to like oddly feel the closest thing to a job that it ever feels like. Um, but once the playoffs happen, like I'm full fan mode, like it feels, it's just electric. It's awesome. So you're, you're essentially during the football season, you're, you're no weekends home. No weekends home. No. What is it? 20. So it'd be 22, 22, 20. It'd be four, four weeks of playoffs, right? Wildcard divisional conference, Super Bowl preseason. And then 18 weeks. So 22 weeks in a row. I'm away. I don't do a lot of preseason, but yeah, 22 weekends away in a row. Um, so yeah, the weekends become, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like it's a, and I love the cool thing is the season ends right at the beginning of February and where I live in Fort Lauderdale from like February to April is just amazing. And I have my weekends back. So it's pretty great. Well, we, Hey, we live about 30 minutes from the Texans facility. Uh, NRG. Oh, nice. So if you ever you ever yeah, come down here for man, if good. yeah, dude, I I go to quite a bit of the games. <sighs> they uh, I used to uh, I I covered a lot of Texans. I mean, I've been really? to Houston a ton, okay. um, but they've just been so irrelevant lately. <sighs> we got to get them back in the mix. You you're killing me. Irrelevant? Shoot. I hope we get Bryce Young just because I need we need somebody. There's no there's Some no juice. star power there right now to even get excited no, about. Like 100. My, my son's like I want a jersey. I'm like, dude, there's nobody like even no. Davis Sitting Mills has right our last now. name. I don't want his jersey. Like I don't yeah. That's did, really funny. Did, <laughs> Wait till it goes on sale next year. Hey, number, family, number 10 was my pack. number because of Tripper Jones and my last name's Mills. I still, I'm, That's I'm not, crazy. I'm not going to buy it. Clearance rack. Yeah. Dude, I, 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 looking back at how, where the Texans have came from to where they are now, you can't help but think that it was on purpose how bad Bill O'Brien or whoever's making the decisions, I don't know the answer. It to that. wasn't Bill O'Brien. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, Jack he, those... he was kind of in charge at that point. Well, he like, was the G. He was the GM at the time. Yeah, he was a Bill O'Brien was doing some some thing. Yeah, that's true. Like the DeAndre Hopkins yeah. trade. I, I, I mean, yeah. No, you're right. There's just it was just a, I mean, just a total mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I, it sucks because, like I said, we're close and we. We'll go to a few games a year. Uh, I've yeah. actually got in with the Texans on some stuff, so they they take care of us, and we go see them, and uh, it's fun, man. This I mean, year, my daughter got cheer on the field, so it's cool to do some cool stuff yeah, there. But I'm sure she's that, thrilled. There's nothing exciting there to do <laughs> to watch. No, I, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's, uh, and the, the crazy thing, it felt so close, and then it just yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, we was playing. You had the quarterback, dude. We had it. He all. seemed like a he seemed like a likable person at the time. Yeah, the Sean was awesome, nuts. and then he yeah went crazy and then it wasn't went like yeah. <laughs> really, I, I mean, I don't know how to put it any other way. Like yeah, it went from this person who was like this perfect face for an organization to oh my god, yeah. To now he's like in, now he's in Cleveland. <laughs> to now he's in. Yeah. With guaranteed money that uh, Lamar Jackson's trying to get, like yeah, exactly. that's been, that's been, that's probably a, a big buzz around y'all right now. Just that's, oh yeah, it's yep. crazy. Lamar, yep, for sure. That's hilarious. Well, I'll definitely uh, come your way, you know. In yeah, Houston. yeah, have a nice hit, little time. You have to hit us up. You do that. And, we'll definitely. And I come, I come to Florida rather often. So nice. Do you ever get to Fort Lauderdale? Uh, I go to Fort Lauderdale. Like if I have to go to Miami, which I I go to Miami you know, pretty frequently, I prefer to stay in Fort Lauderdale. 
because um, it's close yeah, to nice. West Palm. It's, oh, I mean, dude, it's, it's so it, much better. I'm, it's just <clears> the my airport's better. spot. Yeah. So well, you let me know, bud. I, you know, we'll go do some golfing on a normal course. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want to. I want to hit driver, dude. <laughs> so, that's all I want to do is hit driver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah all... Par three. Par three got a little wanky. Like it was, you know, these putts where you can't make anything. Couldn't really get in any kind of groove. Yeah, you couldn't even swing before. Great <laughs> event though. Getting that PXG wedge home was kind of tricky too. I had to check it as an individual bag. Oh. They, could, they had to literally wrap the sticker around the club. Funny thing you say that. Remember they didn't have one because I was left-handed and it's hard being yeah. left-handed in America. Did they send you one? So we they did they did, but here's here's the funny part. We had an a podcast episode and Dale had asked me like, Hey, did you get that wedge? I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get that wedge." He bashed like, him. like I basically, and I didn't, I didn't say anything like negative. I was just saying, yeah. come on, you know, check no, some I, mail type thing. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Literally after that episode airs, I get a text message from PXG saying, Hey, really? you know, Mr. Schultz, we, you know, we, it's the PXG team reaching out, you know, what's, what all do you need? And, I told him, and then I hope you went big. Did you just say one wedge? Well, you said you said a whole bag. I told him. Yeah, I mean, I. The, the problem, Did they send it? Yeah, they. I have the wedge now. Yeah, they didn't send me any more. One wedge. One wedge. Yeah. What a waste of shipment. But I mean, they 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 engraved my name in it and said I love you. So I mean, it's it's <laughs> cool. it's a pretty good wedge. Yeah. Well, that's nice though. I got yeah. it home. Hey, yeah. you ever, you ever go on a Bayless's show? Let's get Bayless's. No. God, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many reels in this right now. What do you think about <laughs> him? What's your What's your thoughts on like, I don't I don't know him. You don't. Know I him. mean, I think he's just a character. He's playing the, He's playing a character in a movie, which a lot of us, you know. Yeah. Even I am at times when I'm there on a Sunday and giving you, you know, like, the, I think that's something to remember with sports television is that we're. I think I, I tell people that all the time. We're all characters in a movie. It's you know. Yeah. It's 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 entertainment, and I I try to have integrity and do it with professionalism and truth and those kinds of things. But I, that's not to say that there isn't roles for other people to shout and scream and create debate, which is not my lane. Did you, did you want to do this as a kid, like as a kid growing yeah, up? I've done it since, since uh, I was a sports writer, not TV. I didn't transition to TV until like 2013. <clears throat> no, 20, 2012. But I was, since my first day of high school, I walked into a, my eighth grade teacher put me in a sports or a newspaper class in high school and went to the guidance counselor was like, he has to be a newspaper class. First day, this guy's like, anybody want to write about sports? And I'm like, I do. So literally since then, I've never done anything else. It's the only thing I've ever done. So you didn't, that was the job. That was what you wanted in fourth grade. You wanted to do that. That's awesome. Yep. Wash dishes at Jodo's Pizza in Seminole, Florida. Uh, That was my only other job. Yeah, wow. Great job, but I, my hands couldn't handle it. I was, I get very wrinkled. <laughs> hey, so give me what's what's your what's your hot take for next season, man? You got anything? Next season, Patrick Mahomes, the MVP. Oh <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, I'm not there yet. That's uh, a given. Uh, what's your hot take for the off season? Let me hear something. I, I, I said something yesterday, like pure speculation, Derrick Henry getting traded to the Bills. They're like, they're like, give us a you know, yeah. crazy guess on something. And I was like, Derrick Henry getting traded to the Bills. <laughs> and, uh, and then I wake up today and there's all sorts of headlines. I see one in Sports Illustrated. 
could Derrick Henry be traded to the Bills? Rumors are swirling. <laughs> oh and I'm like, gosh. so that's what happens. That's what happens if I say anything. Oh, man. Hey, the, um, the last Texans game we went to when I was, we were, my daughter's on the field, uh, they were playing the Titans. And so yeah, I got gosh, to, I was huge. probably like probably t- 10, 12 uh, feet from him. Dude, he is massive. He is massive. Has that? Yeah. I, I mean, thinking through the past of NFL, have we? Has there ever been a six foot? Well, he's six three, right? Six three, six four, six three. Uh, I'm sure there's been a running back. I mean, other than Brandon, but Jacobs. not that was that good. Like I mean, he's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Brandon Jacobs was. Huge, he was a big boy, but Giants. Yeah. But Derrick Henry was. I mean, he's just phenomenal. That's freaking nature. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And he's fast. He could get traded, by the way. His contract is up after the season, and the Titans are kind of in this, I don't know if rebuild mode is the right word, but like transitional phase. Um, they just waived Robert Woods, Taylor Wong, all these different guys. So they could look at it and say, we should get something for him now before we lose him altogether. Well, you already said he's getting so, traded to the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's where he's going. You. Do you, imagine, yeah. you imagine Josh Allen yeah, yeah. and him together? Uh, I mean, the Bills, that's perfect. That's a great That'd be a pretty. Ooh, that would, that'd, that'd be a big quarterback running back tandem. Jesus, some guys are monsters. Huge. <laughs> I'd love it. Let's go. Let's see Let's that. Go. God, that would that would be a juggernaut of a team. Then you'd only have two good teams in the NFL. Really, really good teams in the NFL. I mean, the yeah, Chiefs are going to stay good. How cool Bengals is how cool is Travis Kelsey, man? He just seemed like the coolest he's dude awesome. ever. Yeah, he's exactly what I mean. He is as authentic as it gets. He's exactly <laughs> the person that you see. Hey, so 100%. what's what's the coolest thing that's happened or you've been a part of since uh, being in this job or being like on TV? Like what's the coolest thing like outside of work that you've been a part of just b- based on being a ESPN Because guy? of TV? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the – you know, it's one of those things like uh, Jay Feely's par three tournament probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but outside, if Dale and I weren't there, yeah, yeah, no, that's be, true. That's off the list, yeah. dude. Hey, you got you got paired um, up with the best foursome, the, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it's it's hard to say like what other thing. Like, I got I've gotten to go to fifteen Super Bowls. Yeah, like, I mean, that's I, awesome. No. It's like everything about it is kind of a dream. It's all I, pretty I, great. I bet so. There's probably a bunch of like perks that don't aren't on paper that you get from this job, which would be yeah, sweet. for sure. Probably, you know, like I'm sure. If I was working for, you know, some local news station, I'm not getting some of the perks that happen. Do, do you do you like do you actually enjoy watching football on TV? Yeah, yeah, I love football. I do. I love football and golf. I have no interest in watching like basketball unless it's like the NBA finals and it's like it has to be even then intriguing. Baseball kind of bores me unless I'm at the game just drinking beers. Football and golf are the two things that like I I do love watching both. What's your thoughts on Live Tour, man? I don't, I don't really think that it's. I don't think it has the staying power that people are kind of giving it credit for. Like I, I don't, I don't know. My my, I think the PGA it, is just a better product. Yeah, that's what my my problem is the end product that they put they put out. I don't like yeah, the look of it. Cheap. I, it feels yeah yeah. So I think my thing about it is. I understand the reason it's become controversial, but I don't think that to your point, the end product, in theory, it feels controversial. Mm -hmm. But when you put the two products actually next to each other, it doesn't. Like, 
I went to waste management out in Phoenix. It was unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm sure that's what live would want to be. And it's not even, it's not even close. So I'm not trying to disparage live necessarily. I'm more trying to say, I don't think that it's any more of a competition than the XFL and the NFL are. Yeah. It's just two different levels. I mean, it's It's just two different. It's an off brand. (laughs) I feel like the PGA would be better off just almost ignoring it. And I guess they can't because there is the overlap of the majors and stuff like that. But yeah, they just announced it that they can play in the PGA. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how much they're going to keep bending because that's the. I know. That, I think, and at some point, I, I. It's, but maybe they're just like you know what, it's not going anywhere, anyway. Let's just see. I, I think don't know. I, I think no live idea. will go away. I mean, I really. I do too. I do. I. 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 Do, I. Again, I don't. I'm not saying that's. I just don't know that it's a sustainable product at this point. Like no. paying people hundreds, and I guess Saudi Arabia has the backing to do whatever they want, but it just doesn't feel like they're, it feels like they'll eventually look at it and be like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to go on YouTube to watch a golf tournament. I just wasn't going to do it. I was like, yeah, it looked cheesy. It looked kind and of maybe like, they you know, they'll have rights, but I, I just, I don't know. I like a, I like a tournament. That's I know. I like four days. I like, I like 18 holes. I like Tariko. I like hearing those tea. guys. You know? Yeah. 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 By the way, I just got the, uh, I just got the, uh, She's gone right now, but my wife just came in and gave me the look. Okay. Okay. We're wrapping up. <laughs> we'll wrap it up with you. The good look or just a look? No, the like, what are we doing? Here? Okay. Are we watching TV or are we? <laughs> you guys get... do that with your wives? Oh, yeah. Do you watch a, a show? You don't we, watch TV. We, we just started watching. Uh, I've already watched it, but I'm started again for my wife to watch. We started Ted Lasso so she could see it. Oh, that's good. It's a great one. You start. You were gonna watch it again with her. That is like true love. I, I would started, never do that. I wanted to watch it again, so I was like, "What Whoa. a waste of time!" It's <laughs> called insanity. That's not true <laughs> love. I love it, man. Terrible. That's gross. It's a great show. I'd rather go to a parenting class than <laughs> rewatch a show. Can I go to the next one with you? <laughs> yeah, come on, pop over. Yeah, I think that'd be great. You can you can learn. Uh, no, it actually was very good. I don't even want to. I don't even want to make a joke about it. It was very. It was good. I'll get you kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, dude, we we appreciate you, man. It was, yeah, it was a pleasure. One, it was awesome to meet so. you at the tournament. Yeah, we had a blast with you, man. I was like, dude, yeah, we it was got, a great time. That was a really. We fun both day. like we got to get Jeff on here just to cut up, man. Like, dude, you're you're awesome. Like, so we're glad we're connected <clears throat> and uh, became friends. You know, dude, I I I yeah, will totally. say this, and it sounds crazy to me. It sounds crazy to say it, and I, I don't want you to make this go to your head or anything, but. I, people have asked me multiple times, "How was that je- that golf tournament?" I said it's great to have Charles Woodson owe me money. I it's great. <laughs> All but us. but honestly, dude, I had such a good time with you. It, I mean, I I, <laughs> oh, it's I, great, I, fun. I, I really had a good time. Feelings so. mutual. Yeah, it was a really fun day. Good. I, I didn't know what I was getting into either because uh, we didn't either. Like yeah, yeah, it was great. You guys glad. flew in too. Yeah, like, we did, and then flew out. Yeah, yeah we flew real, out. real quick. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it was a great day, man. That was really fun. Absolutely. Very good time. Well, we'll hang again. Yeah. Whether in Houston or Fort Lauderdale, let me know if you're ever down. For sure. We got a real, real golf course with uh, drivers and everything down here. Okay. Get down for that. Yeah. Get Justin Thomas to join in with us, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'll fly. That's the dude, right there. <laughs> yeah. He's the best. JT's the man. Good deal. Well, yeah. good, dude. We appreciate it, man. Uh, Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you. your time. Keep killing. I wonder it, if dude. I got in any trouble. Dude, we're Jen Vegas. Yeah, was no, it Jen you're not. You're not, gonna get, you're not going to get in trouble. Don't worry, we're not going to edit anything out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
That one. No, all right. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All right, man. Good hanging. All right, bro. Later, man. Have a good one. Cool. See you. Bye.